You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grand, where we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome to the Grand Designs Podcast. I'm DJ Grand, and I'm here, as always, with my brother, Jerry. Hello. Uh, you can get a hold of us at our website at granddesignpodcast.com. Our email is granddesignspodcast at yahoo.com. And you can always follow us on Twitter at granddesignspod and follow us on Instagram at granddesignspodcast. Uh, today's episode 22, when we're going to be talking about the controversy that Colin Kaepernick seems to have ignited when he told Nike to pull their Betsy Ross um, sneakers. Yeah, he's at it again. Um I really wanted to find out why he's at it. I could figure out the whole thing with the American flag and the uh, anthem and the 49ers and all that. This one really puzzled me. Um, but I think it's just attention. He needs to draw attention or he has some kind of uh, power with the public in Nike that if he basically says a certain product or logo is offensive, Nike, in this case, is going to listen. Well, I have a kind of attack it twofold on what's Kaepernick thinking and what Nike's thinking by agree with him. Kaepernick's argument is that the 13-star Betsy Ross flag represents to many an era of slavery that Kaepernick as a client reportedly said. But the problem with that, that's a fallacious argument. It's logically um, fallacious. It's an appeal to the masses or when I was studying logic, it's an appeal to common belief. Uh, right there, it's flawed. It doesn't matter what the, what, how many think of it. it that's, that's just a wrong way of thinking. Beyond that, now, what, what what Nike's thinking, I think they did it because they really thought they could profit from this. They profited from the last time. Uh, it, their stocks went up the, during the, the knee, the taking a knee by Kaepernick. And what happened again? Their stocks went up again. That, that could be something with Nike in the marketing. I'm, that, that's, I would hope not, but that's a possibility. But this is the first time that I have heard the Betsy Ross flag used associated with the slavery era. Never have I heard about that. Uh, I've heard the Confederate flag many, many years, uh, even back as a child. Uh, I heard about how that wasn't taken very well with uh, the slavery in the North and South. But never, I mean, never until now was the Betsy Ross flag, which caught me off guard that that Nike would even listen. Well, the current problem that some people are saying is that the 18th century flag well, – well, by the way, this is from Yahoo Sports. The 18th century flag has raised concerns for representing America's era of slavery and recent appropriation as a symbol for white nationalist groups like Patriot Mo- Movement and Identity Europa, E-V-R-O-P-A, if that's how you pronounce it, whose public rise has coincided with the 2016 election of President Donald Trump. So they're, they're basically saying the white nationalists have appropriated the uh, the Betsy Ross flag. That's their argument. Well, I know there's a picture that you gave me earlier that shows the inauguration, and that wasn't brought up then. Well, 
Describe the picture then. If you're going to bring it up, describe the, it. The, well, the picture basically is of the inauguration of President Obama, and behind him are six flags. And on the two outside flags are the Betsy Ross flags. I'm sorry, there's five flags. Uh, but the two outside ones are the Betsy Ross, and he's given his inaug- uh, inauguration. Therefore, he must back this whole pre- this notion of white supremacy in the Betsy Ross flag. Which well, why I think it's a bunch of garbage, or that it, it's appropriating slavery. That could be too. Either way, if if Barack Obama did it and was okay, it should be okay for Nike to have have it on their sneakers and be okay. That's just the first time I've heard about this because Trump was elected. This was never brought up ever with this Betsy Ross flag, which is why I'm kind of borderline stunned that Nike would even listen because this was not, not even an issue. Again, I'm looking at the picture right now. And, He's giving his speech. People are standing up, and on the, on the far left and right is the Betsy Ross flag. Where was this outrage then? It wasn't there because it's ridiculous. I, again, I don't know why Nike would even listen to it unless they understand that this is going to uh, do good for their markets, their their profits. Uh, I was also I was looking on the internet, and I found a pair of those shoes for two thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's the most I've also seen it going for two thousand dollars. So. That they have now the people who were fortunate enough to get those shoes and they're putting them on various websites and selling them. They're going to profit from it. Well, what caused that? This controversy and, and Nike pulling them. Now they're, they're rare. So the value goes up. Correct. And if Nike even puts them back on the market, that price from $200 will shoot to $500 and people will buy, will, will pay it. In the beginning. Correct. And that's why I think if it's what you're saying about marketing, um, Nike's marketing, you may be 100% correct. Well, this, this is once again from Yahoo Finance. The sneaker in question is a Nike Air Max One Quick Strike Fourth, Strict Quick Strike Fourth of July. As first reported by the Wall Street Journal, the former San Francisco 49er turned activist believes that Nike shouldn't sell a shoe that depicts the revolutionary flag of the 1770s because it harkens back to a time when slavery existed in the United States. Well, if you pay attention to Thomas Sowell, he'll tell you that during that time of the, the when they were colonies, not yet the United States, when they were still colonies, just three percent of all the African American or African slaves came to the, the colonies. Forty-seven percent went to Brazil. I don't hear any complaint about what Brazil does. Nothing at all. We we, we did three percent, and that is a, is a mortal sin. But forty-seven percent seems to be okay and ignored. That should tell you that there's a definite agenda behind this. Well, not just that. It's not logic. It's not just that. If you study the uh, the Islamic uh, progression, when when they took when they won a war, they took over the uh, the the men that were left behind and the women. The men were probably killed, most likely killed. The women were taken as slaves. The, the, the Islamicists believe in slavery. They still do to this day. How did now? The question is, how did the Africans get become slaves? The same process. The Africans went to war with other Africans, captured them, and Africans sold them to America. So how come they're they're not Again, in any moral flaw to that? It's coming clear that that doesn't fit their agenda. If that was brought up, made to light, it would make them look like such idiots. So, of course, that's suppressed, and the media is doing a very good job of suppressing that. No one's bringing up these other facts that basically prove this is just ridiculous. Well, 
absolutely. Slavery is wrong no matter what, no matter in what incarnation it takes. It's absolutely wrong. But it doesn't make it right for Brazil to take 47 percent. And it certainly doesn't make it right for the Islamists to take uh, to take slaves t- to this very day. I mean, uh, the Boko Haram in, in, in the Congo in Africa, they take slaves today. Nothing from the liberals on the left on that at all. I don't hear anything about well, it. Nothing in the media report that. Because, again, if they did report it, it would make this whole issue here it'd go away. And they don't want it to go away. They want to – but make every little thing. What I'm getting is everything in the uh, beginning of our country is going to be represented as slavery. Well, that that can logically, if you want to be consistent about it, anything from pre uh, the Civil War and back has to be a symbol of slavery. And I'll get into that later. Um, but right now, I wanted to talk about uh, the Arizona governor, uh, Doug Ducey, who is a Republican. After Nike took their action, tweeted, instead of celebrating American history, the, the week of our nation's independence, Nike has apparently decided that Betsy Ross is unworthy and has bowed to the current onslaught of political correctness and historical revisionism. Nike has made its decision and now we're making ours. I've ordered the Arizona Commerce Authority to withdraw all financial incentive of dollars under their discretion that the state was providing for the company to locate here. So – Maybe their their profits are up because their stocks are up, but they're going to lose some funding from certain um, uh, governments or state governments. Well, personally, I'm done. I'm done buying anything Nike. I was actually looking for a, uh, a mock tiger uh, tur- turtleneck, but th- that's done. I was even going to pay the ninety bucks for it because I do like those, but not now. Not not even going to consider it. Uh, it's all in the past. So I agree with them boycotting Nike, not Nike, Nike, but others should do the same thing. Uh, well, a minor league baseball team also trolled Colin Kaepernick. This is also from Yahoo Sports. Uh, the Just in time for July 4th, the AA affiliate of the Chicago Cubs has chosen to stoke the flames of America's culture wars with a publicity stunt involving Colin Kaepernick, or Colin Kaepernick Nike, and the American flag. Uh, they tweeted, uh, hey, at Kaepernick 7, after a lot of thought, we decided it's best to just do it. And they put a – the groundskeepers put the flag on their infield, an imprint of it. And then they tweeted a picture of the it. The Betsy Ross flag. The Betsy Ross flag. Good for yes. them. Well, yes and no because then afterwards they came back and apologized for it. Said if they offended anybody, they were sorry. See, so good yes and then they got that, weak knees. That's the whole problem. They worry about offending people. Right is right. See, and even – on in this same article, they talk about how the flag is appropriated by hate groups. And in this one, they go as far to say that the New York chapter of the Ku Klux Klan has recently used the Betsy Ross flag alongside the Confederate flag for recruiting efforts. My problem with that argument is, is they are giving them that power. Just by, by saying this and not using it, you're giving them that power. Take that power back. To, and and be proud of of our American heritage, Again, until, wrong and right. Until this issue, I'd never even heard about the Bessie Ross flag being anything related to slavery whatsoever. So yes, you're you're 100 correct. Now that they're bringing it up, that's just going to fuel it. Uh, the attention, the negative attention, is going to the Ku Klux Klan is going to use it to their benefit, uh, especially if it's with this white nationalism, and they're going to start using it. You're right. Take it away. Go back to how it was when it was never even a thought. That was just a ridiculous thought, if anything. Now. Both Kaepernick and Nike have the right to do what they're what they're doing. I have no problem with with them doing what they're doing. They have that right. Absolutely, it's their However, business. I think 
I think Kaepernick is wrong on this issue totally because it's it's not a symbol of slavery. Even if it is being appropriated by certain white nationalists, that doesn't make it a, a symbol of slavery. And besides, and, and if we go to Nike, I see it nothing but and go back to our first episode. It's pragmatism rearing its ugly head again. The end justifies the means, and they're willing. They're basically st- stick wetting their fingers, sticking up in the air, and thinking, "Well, if this will profit us, we'll do it." If they thought it wouldn't profit them, they wouldn't do it. Right. If they see their profits go down, who knows if they'll make the turn on it? But they absolutely are appealing to the masses uh, and the most, the ignorant, and then they get rewarded for it as if there's some compassionate uh, company when they're not. They're, they're part of the what I've heard many call the evil corporate giant. That's what they are. Yet they're doing this to placate to those people so they don't come after them. This is why I'm done with Nike. Well, you think it's possible that Nike is doing it to avoid a black guy? No. Uh, again, if it was a Confederate flag, I, okay, I get it. But, but the Betsy Ross flag, no. And Colin capping it, bringing it up just out of the blue just to raise his attention. And the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of leaning towards you. It's just a, it was like the classic Coke and New Coke thing. They just did it knowing full well of the outrage. I mean, I'm sure Kaepernick discussed it with Nike. Well, I have a historic problem with the Confederate flag too. That flag is not, is not a slavery flag. What it is, is a flag of the army of Northern Virginia. It's their banner. That's all it was. It was. And the, the, the guy who, in fact, Robert, uh, Robert E. Lee didn't have any slaves and, uh, Stonewall Jackson, who was the reason the South was winning before his death, he was totally against slavery, but he was pro Virginia and he was going to fight for Virginia no matter what the decision was. So the two top guys weren't even slave owners. Okay. So something I was ignorant to, which means now that Confederate flag was just smeared and taken down to where, the masses actually went against it to where it's been removed literally from everywhere down south. There's a couple of states, I think, that are holding steadfast. See, and they're calling them the racist states now. So, See, I think that is the appropriation, that they are appropriating that flag as a symbol of slavery when it never was yeah, one. No, I agree. Now, now that I've been informed, correct, you're 100% right. So I think it's not just the Betsy Ross flag. I mean, I've even heard things. You, you ever heard of the, the Bennington flag? No. That's the the flag. It's the blue background with the stripes, white and red stripes. But in the blue field is 13 stars and the 76. Okay. I've heard that flag is also a symbol of racism when it isn't. Also, the the classic uh, Don't Tread on Me flag, the Gadsden flag. Now, he was a slave owner, but he was also fighting against it. He didn't, he wanted to end slave just like Thomas Jefferson. So just because that he was a slave owner doesn't mean the flag represents slavery. In fact, it represents get off me, don't tread on me, leave me alone. And that's what should have been applied to the, um, Which is the black Americans as well. Which is what the 13 colonies were telling England, leave us alone. With the T-taxes, just get away. Which I completely agree with. Um, and I don't like that it was being represented with uh, uh, slavery, the, the don't tread on me flag. That was just completely incorrect. But yeah, you're, they're taking this and they're going to get every single mile as they can. As long as it works, they're going to keep on going forward. It's going to take somebody to stand up and say, you are wrong. Now, Nike, Business decision, I don't know. If they did this as a business decision and it was just flat out to make money, that could have been a good call. Uh, but if it was done for Colin Kaepernick and the uh, his uh, so-called cause, then no, they're wrong. So I, I have to know their 
their inner workings. If they really meant to do this and then he Kaepernick came to them and brought this up and they pulled it, then they're wrong. I guess good is rel- relative here. Uh, good for their bottom line, yes, but not good for philosophical reasons. No, I, I agree. Correct. A, a, a good business decision. You know, that's what it was. Yeah, pragmatism to the core. But they, they you know, their profits, which they satisfied their whatever need to their shareholders. This is one of those rare times where I, it, it's it's explicit brought out where sports and politics cross, and the reason that hap- that is because this is a sports ethics show. Well. Your, your politics is derivative of your ethics. Your politics is derived from your ethical principles. So, and this is one of those times where it's just out out there, glaring for everyone and I to see. Think you're seeing Nike's political and ethical. Yes, yeah, well, say ethical is coming from that, which you just said. I think that's coming to light right now. Absolutely, and it shows that. I just don't think. My biggest problem with this is the lack of principle. I could stand it up. They could, if they were going to do it in the first place, and they released some of it because it's out in the the secondary market. If they were going to do it, they should have stood by their principle and say, "No, we're going to do it. We're going to let the chips fall where they may." I mean, they have the right to pull back any product. I think I read also they did this in China because uh, the maker of a China of the shoe that they were putting out in China was uh, for that. You know, all the riots are going down in, in, in Hong Kong yeah, right now. Hong, yes. the, the, was, the riots are because of the laws that are going to extradite people from Hong Kong to China. Well, the guy who made that those shoes was for that law. So China, I mean, so Nike pulled that shoe. That, to me, is on principle. But they'll do that. They'll stand on principle for that. But they won't stand on principle for the Betsy Roth flag and say, no, we're, we're, this is not slavery just because you say it is. No, I, I completely agree. But this is where you got to draw the line. I know Nike's motto is just do it. And you really now you have, I have to say but they don't. Just, they don't just do didn't it. do it. Yeah, they pulled it back. Now it's don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, don't do it. They pulled it back and then don't do it. Don't buy their products. Just flat out don't buy their products. It's like there's a, there's a couple of morning uh, – or one morning show for Sports Talk Radio that I just will not listen to. Don't care what they have to talk about. Don't care who their guests are. I just will not listen. Same thing with Nike. Now. I will not buy their products. And others need to do the same thing. That, that, that's the only way they're going to get this. Well, once again, I want to say that Kaepernick has the right to, to, to say and believe whatever he wants to say, as does Nike have the right to do this. I just think they're both, at the very least, misinformed at the most – Politically or philosophically incorrect. They can be as wrong as they want to be. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Now, Kaepernick then went a step further and tweeted uh, a out of context quotes from a uh, speech that Frederick Douglass he's did. He's doing that a lot lately. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's trying to he's trying to appropriate Frederick Douglass into his argument. And his quote was – this is from The Blaze. His quote was – what I have, or this is the quote from Frederick Douglass, actually, that uh, Kaepernick tweeted. What I have, or those I represent to do with your national independence. This 4th of July of yours not my, is yours, not mine. This is not a nation on earth guilty of practices more shock. There is not a nation, sorry. There is not a nation on earth guilty of practices more shocking and bloody than are the people of these United States at this very hour. He took a little tiny excerpt from that speech and once again appropriated it for his to back his cause to, to, yeah, to make his argument better but thankfully ted cruz came out um a republican senator from texas and he responded 
to Kaepernick, Kaepernick's message by saying, you quote a mighty and historic speech by a great abolitionist, Frederick Douglass, but without context. Many modern reader, readers will misunderstand. He went on, uh, uh, Senator Cruz went on to explain, this speech was given in 1852, before the Civil War, when the abolition of slavery still existed. Thanks to Douglas and so many other heroes, we ended the grotesque evil and have made enormous strides in protecting the civil rights of everybody. Douglas was not anti-American as Kaepernick wants him to is painting him. He was rightly and passionately anti-slavery. Cruz continued. He concluded the speech as follows. Allow me to say in conclusion, notwithstanding the dark picture I have this day presented of the state of the union, I do not despair of this country. There are forces in operation which must inevitably work the downfall of slavery. The arm of the Lord is not shortened, and the doom of slavery is certain. I, therefore, leave off where I began, with hope. While drawing encouragement from the Declaration of Independence, the great principles it contains, and the genius of American institutions, my spirit is also cheered by the obvious tendencies of the age." Kaepernick did not put that in his tweet at all. And notice he even brought up the Declaration of Independence, which they are now saying is a slave uh, uh, appropriating or, or backing uh, document, which isn't true. First, how convenient for him to leave that out. Of course he would because that would make his argument look like a complete idiot. And the more we speak, the more he is looking like that. But uh, you had pointed out a couple of days ago to me um, that Thomas Jefferson pretty much abolished slavery except – when you just like to today's politician and politics with negotiations going on, and if we wanted this country to go forward, Ben Franklin knew enough that they're going to have to compromise and give in to two states. And it's those two states that I'm not hearing any blame for because that's what kept slavery going. Had they agreed to the uh, original Thomas Jefferson uh, Declaration of Independence where all men were created equal, it would have been done right then and there. Yes, Jefferson did want to abolish slavery in the original draft of the Declaration of Independence. And the committee was uh, John Adams, Jefferson, I think John Jay, I could be wrong about that, and Benjamin Franklin. And when it came to to talk about so much, not just that, was scratched out of his, his original draft. And one of the major ones was slavery. And it was uh, the Carolinas that threatened to uh, walk out. And they needed absolute union. It needed The vote needed to pass 13 nothing. So that threat of them walking out would have ruined everything and there would have been no nation whatsoever. So they had to compromise. No, correct. It, it, it's what uh, – Benjamin Franklin was smart enough to realize what had to be done. It's just a shame how that isn't brought up that those two states, if you really think about it, what it they go back in time and they basically go along and they don't hold out and we get this, the original uh, Declaration of Independence, the world's a lot different, a, a completely different. And it, it probably would have avoided this, the Civil War is what you were bringing up. So that was a huge mistake by two states, but they don't receive any blame. Oh, yeah, the, the Civil War, I think, was caused by that. And I think Georgia also followed followed suit once they were convinced the Carolinas were going to do that. And that just m made it all unravel. That's called momentum. But yeah, I, I can see that. But the whole point being is it would have been a completely different union 
had they had agreed to it. The, uh, the slavery would have been done right then and there. Oh, I don't think there would have been a civil war had, had they had they done what Thomas Jefferson wanted in the first place. And now they're even trying to say that Jefferson, because he owned slaves and his slaves were inherited from his wife when his, his wife's father died, because he owned slaves, that therefore he should he, – he, he's no good, which is totally wrong because he, he was a man of principle. And even so, he wanted to set his – uh, slaves free, even if he wanted to. Let's go on with that premise. He would have been breaking the law. It was illegal at that time to educate slaves, and it was also illegal to set them free. So he would have been breaking the law had he done what the people are accusing him not it, doing today. It's tough to realize, but it, look, it was wrong. But back in that time, it was a completely different time in the 1700s, 1600s. It was accepted. I'm not trying to justify it, but that time and this time just would collide. They just would not coexist. So therefore, I mean, I completely understand back in that time, it was just accepted. Again, you brought up the Brazil, how, how many they kept and I haven't heard anything about that or how many slaves they took. Um, again, it just the different times and you can't really compare the two that that was accepted to where when you go over the overtime we're at now, look at the 40s, 50s, 30s, how we've changed. Uh, philosophically, uh, ethically, completely different in night and day. And it's now it's getting to a point of complete ridiculousness to where some of our uh, the ignorant are being indoctrinated to this ridiculous, what I'm talking about right here, the Betsy Ross flag equaling slavery, which it does not, white supremacist, it's all garbage. They are so anti-white right now. And what they're forgetting the fact is there were no black senators and congressmen when um, slavery was ended. Every single vote for it was done by a white person. Yeah, Every single one. They're not going to bring that up because that would make them look bad. This is all basically to look – to make – I mean, again, as soon as uh, Trump got elected, that's when I really heard of the white supremacists all the time. And it's really getting tiresome now to where it – Well, see, there's the progress right there. The end out. justifies the means. And the end is – Get rid of Trump no matter what. And they will do anything, say anything, and bring up things that are just so untrue about him. Like, I am not a Trump supporter. There, there are some things he's done that is just totally wrong. Like, for example, the tariffs with, against our allies. He was just wrong. He was, I think he's right for doing it to China because they've been stealing our technology for years, decades. But to do it against our allies, I think he was wrong about that. And that's not the only thing I think he's wrong about. But the point is they will say and do anything just to get rid of him. The end justifies the means. No, I'm going to agree. I'm going to bring up a point. Back when Obama was first elected, no, I was not happy. But I was told, respect the office of the president. And I did. Not only that, if you say anything people, against him, you're accused of being a racist because he's black. Right. But I was told, respect it. He won. The majority voted him in. And I did. That doesn't seem to be the case now to where the masses are not respecting the fact that the majority wanted Trump, whether they like it or not. And they did that to themselves. It's a whole different story. But just because Trump won, now they're like little babies crying and doing exactly what I was trying to do when Obama got elected. I was wrong, but now they're correct. Just all confusing. Well, right now the Democrats are also saying about the uh, disenfranchising of the voters. But what are they doing when they want to take away the legitimate vote of the people who voted for Trump? I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for Hillary either. I wouldn't vote. I said at the time, if you vote for Hillary, you lack a, a conscience. If you vote for Trump, you lack intelligence. I have both. But what are they doing to those voters that voted for Trump? 
They are, they are, they are trying to disenfranchise them. Well, well, they're making them look like idiots and bringing them down for the mistake they made. And I think it's only getting worse because Trump's approval rating is going up lately. I mean, it was down for a while there, but now it's just going up. And I think the Democrats are kind of doing that to him. So, if it's true that the flag represents the era of slavery, well, then anything from that era would represent. The era of slavery. If you go by that logic, you are correct. So I have a list of all these inventions that if we are logically consistent or Kaepernick is and those who follow him, these these are, are, are symbols of slavery as well. Now, I have to start off by preface this by saying in, it was, wasn't until July 1833 that slavery was abolished in England. So even these, these inventions that were uh, invented by Englishmen were still symbols of slavery. For example, in 1722, French C. Hopfer patented the fire extinguisher. Every time you want to put a fire out, you're you're promoting slavery. Uh, uh, Joseph Priestley in 1767 invented carbonated water. Every time you have a, a pop, you're you're back in slavery. A buble. <laughs> yes, basically. Uh, James Watts in the steam engine in 1769. How about this one? In 1775, Alexander Cummings invented the flush toilet. So every single time you use the, the facilities at your house or at any public restroom, you're you're back in slavery. You know, if we go by Kaepernick, you got to ban those, and we should go to the outhouses. Okay, and then of course, now those were those were Englishmen. Uh, of course, we have uh, Benjamin Franklin who invented bifocal glasses. So they are the precursor to our current progressive glasses that I currently wear. So therefore, it can't must, use those. Can't use those. The self winding clock in 1783 by Benjamin uh, Hanks. Just can't use that anymore. Uh, it, the smallpox vaccination in 1797, and then a year later in 1798, the, the, the more vaccinations uh, by John Barber. All vaccinations must be uh, uh, back in by slavery, a, a symbol slave, of slavery. A slavery issue, correct. Uh, we go. We can go further. The steam uh, locomotive uh, invented by uh, Englishman George Stevenson. Can't what well, locomotive? Which is, now we have engines, not steam, but still can't use it. It's before, the precursor. Before that, it was rolling it by hand, so it, that made a, a improvement in our life. But you're correct; can't use it. In 1819, Samuel Fonstock uh, patented the soda fountain, and in 1832, John Matthews invented a design that would make artificially carbonated water more cost effective. There's really where the uh, the pop's gone. Once again, the electric motor in 1821 by Michael Faraday. Uh, the first mechanical computer designed by Charles Babbage, wh- who's an Englishman, but still, that is a precursor to our computer. So, if you're using a computer, you must be uh, uh, it must be a symbol of slavery. Uh, John Walker in 1827 invented modern matches. So there goes matches. Uh, here's a g- good one in 1834. Jacob Perkins, an American, invented the refrigerator. Every single time you go to a refrigerator now, you're back in slavery. Uh, so there's also, in 1835, Morse code was invented by Samuel Morris. Uh, the revolver was invented by Samuel Coat in 1835. Here's one that goes directly to sports. In 1839, Charles Goodyear invented the vulcanization of rubber. You know what that is, right? The puck. Hockey, hockey puck. So therefore, every every single hockey game must be a symbol of slavery, according to Kaepernick's logic. I think you've demonstrated the ridiculousness, but I'd like to hear what our listeners have to say about this list. 
And if they agree with this Bessie Ross flag, and please, we would love to hear from you so we can continue this conversation. And even if you like, call in, be a guest uh, to one of our shows to discuss this in depth because this is something that I think the society needs to talk about because it is wrong. And when wrong is wrong, it's got to be brought up and you can't do it anymore. We were raised to where if we made a mistake, there are consequences. There are consequences for this. But I don't think Ka- Kaepernick, Nike, or really that whole agenda is actually seeing those. Well, I just want to reiterate that by using the argument that the white nationals are appropriating it, you, you're giving them power by not using the flag. Take the power back from them. Don't allow them to have that power. Use it for what it's worth. And it's a representation of freedom. All men, freedom. Black, white, all of us. For me to close, I will say they're not going to do that because if they did, they couldn't use it against the white nationalists. They want to just highlight what idiots the white nationalists are. And by doing that and they come out with the using the flag, they can say, you see, that's what that's why they're doing it and they're getting away with you it. You don't need to do it to take the flag, give them the flag to point out how well, I agree. I agree you with don't that. Need it. But so that's, 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 that's I disagree with that. That's argument. the method behind the And the method is wrong. It's I, pragmatism. Anything they can do. I think this is what I already said earlier. It's all against Trump. And if they all they all um put Trump in with that group of white nationalists to try and get make him look bad and get him out, that's anything what it's about. to bring Trump down. I completely agree. It's wrong. So I just want to remind everyone that you can get in touch with us at uh, Grand Designs Podcast at Yahoo. Our website is GrandDesignsPodcast.com. Follow us at Twitter at Grand Designs Pod. Instagram is uh, Grand Designs Podcast. This is the Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to?